morning, good morning, good morning, family, family. Welcome to the official first season, first episode of the Iron Mind podcast coming to you live. Listen, guys, we're going to be talking about inner conversation. What is inner conversation? The things that your brain tells you and how your inner monologue responds to it. This could be your conscience. You see a $5 bill on the ground. You don't know who left it. Your conscience is saying, don't pick that up. That that belongs to somebody else. That's not yours. You got the devil on one shoulder, angel on the other. And guys, whenever we're exercising, out of breath, tired, losing focus, your brain is telling you to stop, pull back. This hurts. This burns. Why are we running so fast? We are going to pass out. You're going to pull a muscle, whatever. Inner conversation. This is what your brain is going to tell you to do to stay weak and comforted because your brain is designed to stay as level as possible. Unfortunately, the body is designed to be the complete opposite. Your body is a weapon. Your body is a machine. Your muscles have the ability to adapt to force. Your muscles have the ability to recover whenever you tear them down. Do things like protein synthesis and elevated nitrogen levels. Digestion of food, nutrients that are delivered to your muscles through your pumping heart, guys. This is all basic science. I am a nerd for sports science, guys. I am a nerd for sports psychology. How does the brain work? What is it about your brain that tells you to do certain things? look at a guy like David Coggins who can run 30 plus miles without stopping guys who on this podcast is listening that can run a mile without stopping matter of fact who can run two miles without stopping the truth is we all can the reason why we don't is because of inner communication with ourselves, inner conversation. Your brain is telling you, nah, fuck that. Pull back. This is too much. We too big for all this. We too slow for this. Whatever. Why does our mind tell us the things it does? You got to really go deep. And think about why your brain is telling you that. I'm a big believer 
and behavioral patterns that could start back from whenever you were six, seven, ten years old. Have your parents, grandparents, whoever raised you, aunt, uncle, get you into sports. Did you have some type of male or female role model putting you into athletics? I do not care who you are. By the way, let me just say this out loud. This whole idea of sports has become an afterthought with our youth is complete bullshit. It's complete bullshit. Sports within our youth should without a doubt be a staple. It should be something that is mandatory. You should be able to remember and reflect as a young person, 10 years old through 17 years old. I don't know, whenever you graduate high school, what is 17 or 18? And think back to the football two-a-days. Think about the endurance training whenever you was on the track team. The suicide sprints. I don't know if that's politically correct. I don't give a shit. Whenever I was in high school, they were called suicides. You would start at the baseline. You would go to line one and back. Line two, back. Mid-court, back. You would go all the way down to your baseline to baseline. They called it a suicide because it's like committing suicide. Ridiculously hard. Ridiculously hard. But yet, you still did it. Why did you do it? Because you had a coach pushing you and pushing other men and other women, a.k.a. your peers, around you during that time of exercise. That's why it's important, guys. The only way for you to strengthen your fucking mind is to push it. What is the easiest way, a.k.a. cheat code, to push your fucking mind? It is with exercise. Endurance training. Doing the fucking things that you do not want to do. I don't want to meal prep. I don't want to work out. I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym because that's the only time it could fit into my schedule. Guess what, guys? Tough fucking shit. Stop giving into that. Sports. If anybody listening to this podcast has played sports, soccer, football, Baseball, basketball, volleyball, I don't care. You have had to endure some type of strength and conditioning that you most likely did not want to do. You most likely did not want to do. I played college football at a military college for two years, and then I played at a Division I AA college for another two years. And I could tell you, The military college would wake you up at 4.30 in the morning to go do PT. Now, the football coaches would intercept us at that time to do our specific training based off of what they wanted. But I will tell you, 
that took mental fortitude because your brain is telling you, no, it is 4 a.m. It is freaking 38 degrees outside. What are we doing? Why are we running? Why are we running? Why are we doing push-ups? Why are we lifting weights and getting yelled at by a pompous-ass coach? And I'm going to tell you why. Those times are the most important building blocks for your foundation that you're going to get in life. Why is that? You want a meeting behind that? You want a reason behind that? I could tell you why. Because life is motherfucking hard. Life is hard. If you do not have a relationship with struggle, if you do not have a relationship with pain, you do not have a relationship that is healthy with your interpersonal communication, guys. Period. It is very hard to understand how your brain receives and responds to pain and discomfort if you've never been in pain and discomfort. These kids nowadays, where their parents do not put them into soccer, they do not put them into baseball, they do not put them into sports. You are committing child abuse. It's fucking child abuse because you are setting your kid up to be a fucking failure. You're setting your kid up to be a failure. And if you peel back the onion and you think about it for a second, that's facts. You say it's extreme. It's not politically correct. I don't care. You know, my kids should have the choice to do whatever this, that, and the third bullshit. Because at the end of the day, who is the parent here? You're the parent. You structure your kid's character, your kid's future, your kid's integrity based off the things that you provide to them, that you expose to them. My dad would have me outside in the summertime running sprints on the asphalt in our neighborhood. He would have me throw the football five yards out and hit a tree post. Then I would go to eight yards out, 10 yards out, 12 yards out, all the way up to 30. My dad wanted me to be a quarterback because he was a quarterback and that just didn't happen. (laughs) Uh, I played DN and tight end in high school, got to college, played tight end, found out I could long snap, did that as well. I had the ability to make it to the level I did and I'm so thankful. But my dad would stand at that fucking tree post and watch me. He would demand me to hit the tree post 10 times from five yards out, 10 times from 12 yards out, 10 times from 20 yards out. Why did he do that? Because he demanded fucking perfection at one thing. He wasn't asking me to run this play, pitch the ball, throw it to this guy. Wide receiver is going to run a post. X receiver is going to run a zig. Tight end is going to run a five yard in. And then he's going to sit in the middle with an option. No, he did not ask me that. 
he asked me to focus on one thing at a time because he knew my brain needed to be fixated on 10 perfect reps at five yards out. We are missing that nowadays, guys. If you are a parent, listen to me. If you are a parent, get your kids in sports. Shove it down their throats. Make them do it because whenever we look at the culture nowadays and whenever we look at how people operate nowadays, there is a lack of foundation. There is a lack of fortitude, can-do attitude because they are so weak in their thoughts. They are so weak in their thoughts. And that stems back from your upbringing. That stems back from, did your mom or dad raise a strong-minded motherfucker? Or did your parents raise a weak kid who had too many choices in life? Too many fucking choices. Little Johnny doesn't have to play baseball. Little Johnny doesn't have to go outside to cut the grass. Little Johnny doesn't have to do this, doesn't have to do that. Bullshit. Yes, he does. He does. Because whenever we break down mental confusion during times of discomfort, you're going to fall back on your foundation. Your foundation from whenever you were 10, 12, 13 years old the foundation of you remembering the times when you were hurting, out of breath, tired, hot. Guys, I played football in middle Georgia. We would run 110-yard sprints. Listen to me. If you have never done a 110-yard sprint from the back of the end zone all the way down to another back of the end zone, You have no idea what I'm about to tell you. We were timed based off our skill set. So we had the brute skill. It's where the big boys were at. Offensive lineman, defensive lineman. We had the big skill. Guys like me. Linebackers, tight ends. Uh, We had a couple running backs in there. And then we had skill guys. Skill guys were the fast, lanky, athletic, high jumping, high performance guys. So based off of your skill was how fast you had to meet the time of the 110-yard sprints, okay? And if you did not meet your time, you fucked over the entire team. If there was 13 guys in your skill set and everybody made the 46 seconds and you pounded out at 49, (laughs) you had some people pissed off at you and I can guarantee you you'll never miss that fucking time again how do we balance inner conversation when to push when to pull and I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now whether or not you like this statement or not you always fucking push you never pull back ever pull back pulling back is for the fucking weak. Pulling back is for the people who are in the stands, not for the people who are being watched 
the athletes that you watch on TV, they did not pull back. They train every day. They work out multiple times a day. And they also perform two, three, four, five nights a week. I tell people all the time, golfers are some of the most overworked human beings ever. If you do not believe me, I'll give an example. Monday, they start the prelims of a tournament. Let's just say the U.S. Open or the Masters. They will play 18 holes on Monday where they walk. Tuesday, Wednesday. If you make the cut Thursday, you go into the tournament. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, seven fucking days of walking and performing. They also go to the gym in the morning. How do I know? I'm a general manager of a gym. We just had the Augusta National Golf Tournament come in. Brooks Kepka would come in. So with some other golfers with his strength conditioning coach every day at 6 a.m. And I would watch him work out while I do my cardio. And I'm going to go and tell you that motherfucker works. Okay. Um, golfers, performers, pro athletes, they do not pull fucking back, guys. And you shouldn't pull back either. You should never fucking pull back. We're going to take a quick break real quick. Uh, word from our sponsors, Jacked Jeans. Guys, listen. I own a bunch of clothing from Jack Jeans. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. The quality of their jeans, if you're built like me, small waist, big quads, these are the jeans for you. They're designed for those who do not skip leg day. Visit jackedjeans.com, J-A-C-K-E-D-J-E-A-N-S.com, Instagram, jackedjeans, use code Use code THOR, T-H-O-R, to save at checkout, guys. Jack Jeans, locally owned in Columbia, South Carolina. My buddy Tyler is a great fucking guy, and this is a great product. They have jeans, oversized tees, oversized tees that are already pre-shrunk. They got hats, hoodies, women's apparel, shorts, you name it. Go visit Instagram, Jack Jeans, or jackjeans.com, guys. We'll take a quick break and we'll return. <laughs> 